Salam everyone, this is Hanan and Haifa, and you're listening to Hoodies and Headscarves. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I know we said that in the last, I don't know how many episodes ago it was, we said that we were inside this summer. But yeah. I feel like things kind of changed a little bit. We took like a little under a week long trip to New York. That was fun. And then Hanan is leaving soon. This is yeah. like, we're filming this, filming this, recording, recording this, this at the end of July. So we, I've been in Boston, like I said, all summer. We just kind of put off like going out and doing things, partially because the weather is really bad, just like super hot or super cold or rainy or something like that. Um, so now we had we had like a week to pack in basically all the restaurants and all the things that we want to do. Yeah. <laughs> kind of ridiculous. We don't have to eat like everything. I feel like that's kind of the thing with traveling though is that you like underestimate how much you can do or like don't plan if you don't plan things out like yeah every week or whatever then it's kind of like oh there's still so much that we have left to do and now we can't yeah. or like now we have to fit it in in the last like couple days that we're here. Yeah. One thing that's surprising for me is that like. I had such a different idea of what Boston would be like because it's a it's a liberal city in a liberal state. But when I tell you like ten per, only ten percent of the people that I see outside on a on a daily basis or like weren't inside stores, I would say ten percent have masks on, really? which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. I can see that now, but it's I think it's like before everyone was pretty good about masks. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But still, there's like no reason to not be wearing a mask now that we have the. Delta Gamma, Lambda Mu, <laughs> variants, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, COVID, COVID is definitely getting better in the U.S. I think it's just, like, really bad, at, again, like, amongst those who are unvaccinated. Yeah. Um, But it's not getting that much better in these other countries. I think in the past, like, month or two, it kind of spiked. Yeah. Or it's going up right now. Yeah. Cases. I, my fear is that, like, I'm making all these plans for next summer. I'm like, oh, I want to go here and intern here, and I want to do an international trip before this and there, this and there, (laughs) this and that. Um, But my one fear is that, like, everything, we're just going to be right back where we were. Mm -hmm. And, like, all the internships and all that stuff is going to be canceled, and international flights are going to be, like, oh, I'm so scared. (laughs) I really hope that doesn't happen, though. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's just, like, the vaccine needs to get out internationally, and uneducated people need to get educated. I don't know. Um, But, yeah. Anyway, what are we talking about today? We're talking about lessons from quarantine. Yeah. Um, It's been a long quarantine since, like, last March until... Um, my prayers, my prayers go out to the people that are still in quarantine. Yeah, I feel so bad for y'all. I feel like we were still kind. Of, I feel like in the U.S. we didn't really have like a strict quarantine until. Really? I mean, it wasn't like it, was like, it wasn't like no a nationwide thing that was yeah. like everybody needs. To it be wasn't. In, it was yeah. never enforced. Yeah. So like, depending on what city you were. Yeah, yeah. Strict some there, some cities were actually in like lockdowns or, or like curfews or whatever. Yeah. But um. There weren't. It Not wasn't like Canada. It wasn't. Or the yeah. UK or it was never that, like that that um, strict or enforced or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like most people have been like in and out. So like 
quarantine mm-hmm. for or like lockdown or whatever for like a couple months and then last summer last summer everyone was out you know yeah and then in the winter it started getting bad again everyone was mm-hmm. like back indoors do you remember um way back at the beginning where the italian president or something like that was yelling at people and yeah like, oh now you want to go on a run yeah that's so funny but we like we never really were like stuck inside inside like also my town has a lot of like parks and like open green areas so since like i feel like everybody has always been like going on walks and getting out into nature even when we're in like the thick of quote-unquote lockdown yeah but yeah anyway the topic today is things that we have learned some lessons from quarantine yeah um you want to go first um i think from the perspective i feel like i have a unique perspective because i moved during quarantine that's true yeah um it's definitely basically i moved to boston last august and very end of august and i feel like everyone like everyone i met when i first came here not everyone but like a couple people people were just like a couple people were just like oh you're so brave for having moved to like a new like city or whatever during covid and whatever mm. and first off first of all i feel like that's kind of like a backhanded compliment or whatever because you're like oh you're so brave to do this crazy thing like i would never i don't think it's that that's how it came across though though. like literally you're just we were isolated back home it's like i feel like it wasn't any big thing where you know what do you mean like i feel like is it that big of a covid threat to move from like yeah you're in a big city now yeah yeah but but the thing is like you don't know anybody Oh, you don't have okay. yeah, yeah you, i thought they were talking about like covid no 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 just like sick. the fact that like you're moving to a new place you don't know oh. anyone you don't have like any friends you don't you know yeah they're like oh you're so brave for doing that during covid and whatever mm-hmm. everything's like everyone's in quarantine you know mm-hmm. so i i don't know i just felt some type of way about that yeah but um i think that quarantine quarantining in a new city especially taught me a lot about just how to live with myself or how to be with just me mm-hmm. and I hadn't really experienced that before I guess like I have a roommate but like we're not we don't like hang out all the time or anything like that you know mm-hmm. so I just I was just in my room a lot and I learned to be like just by myself wow. and like you know just like doing a lot of self-reflection and stuff yeah and yeah I mean that's I guess one of the lessons I learned yeah is just how to do that and how to be comfortable with just me yeah and I think that's something that everyone needs to do is like like be able to live by yourself and be able to do everything by yourself Mm -hmm. become learn to become self-sufficient yes exactly yeah that exact thing was actually on my list um because I moved I was in my first year of university this past year and I was not living with my parents because, um, partially because of COVID, because my dad did not want me going, commuting to the university, even though it was five minutes away. He didn't want me going to class and going back home and potentially spreading the disease because everybody in my house is like basically high risk. And he was right because literally I, I was in my one in person class um, first semester, 12 people and a professor, and one person got COVID, like one of those people got COVID. Actually, I think multiple people might have gotten it, but yeah, yeah, multiple people, or no, there are multiple people in there whose roommates, like literal dorm roommates who shared one room, got sick. And one girl, one girl, one kid got sent home. He was on my team. Um, But there's this one girl who literally her roommate tested positive and she was supposed to like report. Her roommate just like disappeared. She didn't tell the university authorities to do the, you know, so they do the, what's it called? When like people like come in contact and they have to like 
oh, contact the, tracing. Yeah. Yeah. So her roommate caught COVID, and then she just disappeared. So that the university never knew, and they never did the contact tracing. And so the roommate who was in my class didn't tell anybody. Which is like literally such a selfish thing to do because she didn't want to get sent home to her family for two weeks or have to go into the quarantine dorm, which is mm. really disgusting. But anyway, um, so yeah, I was living by myself this past year, and I think it was um, you had a roommate too, but I same did. Situation. Yeah, we also did not talk a lot, but yeah, it was a lot of learning to be self-sufficient and independent. I became a much better cook i will say that that was nice um but it was like dark at times like it was like yeah. really scary because also like i could visit my um parents but also i was like trying to do the whole like miss independent thing <laughs> for a semester and i like didn't not that i didn't talk to them i talked to my family but i just like wasn't over i didn't go back home too often um which proved to be to my detriment but <laughs> Yeah, even when I went to see them, I had to have my mask on the whole time. Like, it was, like, a very eerie situation. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess it made me a stronger person. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Okay, my second one, this is probably, like, my number one thing, is, like, learn to cut yourself some slack. I remember near the end, probably around May-ish, I signed up for, like, a therapy, like, my university has, like, a therapy, what is it, psychological services type thing, Mm -hmm. Um, because I was just, like, dealing with a lot of anxiety and stress, Um, and it was, like, starting to, like, affect my, like, physical health, too, but I signed up for a therapy appointment, it ended up being kind of a disaster, (laughs) Um, actually, no, the first one was okay, Um, but I was talking to this woman, and she was like, yeah, what do you, like, what kind of things do you think, like, what's going on in your life, you know, and I literally started listing off, I was like, first of all, I'm living alone and I don't, you know, all my friends are with their parents so they can't come, like my high school friends, like my good friends live at home so they can't come see me. My new friends are all on campus. Um, Some of them are like not inviting me to things and I feel kind of left out and I can't see my family because of COVID and this, like I just started like listening, you know, I'm very stressed because of this and this and this and this and this and I was like, dang, and she was like, dang, so like that's like kind of a lot. And I was like, you know what? She's right. Like, it took me so long to realize that, like, we all, like, all of us, like, everybody, regardless of, even if you haven't, like, I don't know, lost a loved one or gone through any, like, crazy, like, life-changing, I mean, we all went through something life-changing, but, like, something, like, really extreme, I feel like we're all, like, going through so much, and, like, we need to, like, cut ourselves some slack. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it was just been, like, a scary time, I guess, for everyone. Because it's not just, like, oh, like, the virus is killing, like, so many Americans or so many people all over the world or whatever. Or, like, so many people in my state or in my city, whatever. But it's, like, it's just mental health issues all around, I guess. Because not only are we... I mean, for me, personally, when we were, like, stuck at home, I felt like... I I feel like this is something that I have been dealing with for a long time is just like being we kind of talked about this in our parenting episode is where like in our family we just never were like let out basically (laughs) (laughs) we were were never like it was always um not very much freedom I guess and I this might be a thing with 
other immigrant families too is like oh they trust you as like their child or whatever but they don't trust anyone else so they don't want to put you in danger so like Mm, you can't leave the house yep basically so um especially for for children like daughters like Mm -hmm. yeah so i think during covid it was like amplified a lot Mm. so I felt like I was just like stuck inside all the time Mm -hmm. and I personally I got to be I don't know I would just be very like I would get irritated very easily just from being around like Mm. the same family members all the time yeah we're all sick of each other yeah yeah it it was very much like just being sick of each other and also just being like feeling trapped in in the same place in the same Mm. like situation and all, all of that like uncertainty from covid and from like not knowing how how or when all of this was going to end mm. it was just very like it made me very anxious and yeah. kind of depressing and all that mm-hmm. you know so there was that oh and we all thought that this was at the beginning we all thought that this, this would be just like a couple of months remember Max, and then yeah yeah it was like oh it'll be over by the summer right and yeah. then like a year later we're still in it but yeah, I, just going off of what Haifa was saying about the lesson she learned is that, you know, we were going through all of this, so you can't expect yourself to be, like, super productive and, like, on top of everything while we're going through mm-hmm. all of this, you know? Yeah. So definitely just, like, taking it easy on yourself was super important, you know? Mm-hmm. And one thing that helped me is just knowing that, like, you know, it's not like this is something that we control. It's, ultimately, it's in God's hands, so, mm-hmm. like, just putting that putting it in god's hands and like not worrying too much yeah and you know what that reminds me of you know how like everybody is like people are stressed about the weight that they put on or yeah basically the weight that they put on during quarantine which is like absolutely ridiculous because it's like first of all we were barely able to leave the house um and like we were all going through it like mentally and emotionally so of course like you know yeah it was bound to maybe i shouldn't say that it happened that's it happened right yeah and for people to like especially now that there are like companies and people that are like uh you know we all put on a couple pounds during quarantine but our our weight loss system can help you whatever 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 which is so awful yeah it's it's so bad they're like using it to like market their products yeah (laughs) after everything that happened right yeah anyway moving on my next point is that like god is the best of all planners you know um like i know i was going through it at the first of all i was psyched i was like bet two weeks off of school (laughs) um i was like that was my like peak of senioritis like i was doing everything i can i was literally only in school for like half the day one day and maybe a little bit less than that the next like i didn't even know what was going on but um I was, like, so, so, so ready to to leave school. And then when it all went online, I was, like, bet. And then slowly but surely, everything started, like, to fall apart. <laughs> like, graduation got canceled. I, like, literally, I think one of my friends, I didn't even see her for, like, five months, five, six months, something like that. Um, and then, basically, I was supposed to, I think I mentioned this before. I'm not sure I'll ever get over this. But I was supposed to get flown out to... LA for something and what else oh I got into the study abroad program that but it was only for high school students and I only knew about it my senior year and I got in and I was supposed to go to Morocco for six weeks like 
Mm. Basically, all expenses paid. Um, and that got canceled and it went online. They tried to make it like a virtual study abroad, but it was like awful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, I really don't know why these like school in general, like how did they think that online school was going to be like just as effective? Yeah. I'm not sure that they did. I know that people are mad at the, oh, the college board for like the AP exams. Mm. And like literally half of all people failed the exams, Dang. which I feel like they should have lowered the standards. Right. Even college, like all of our exams were open, no, and stuff like that, or the yeah. majority of them. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I it's was the so... fact that it's the fact that we still had like group projects and stuff during Ugh. online school. Awful. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, I was so like at first when school got canceled, I was like, oh, this will be over in like a month or two. I'll be able to go to Morocco, whatever, whatever. And then they were like, yeah, no, it's online. And I was, like, so, so heartbroken. And then on top of that, I had just, I had, like, lost one of my jobs, like, a couple months prior. <laughs> and then I got a temp job. And I was like, oh, they're going to keep me on. They didn't keep me on. And then I had just, I just gotten a new job um, at this shoe store. And I love shoes. I was like, it's going to be perfect. Yeah, and then, like, the counts. day, yeah, the day I was supposed to, like, the day before my first day of work, everything closed down like all the malls the stores schools like everything um that was like during spring break and i had like a car to pay off and insurance bills to pay <laughs> when i tell you i was counting pennies <laughs> i had busted out my freaking piggy bank and i was counting pennies to see it was rough and i was like ah uh, that was like and then my other job obviously that stopped um i was broke i was broke broke and I was like, literally, things could not be any worse. I was supposed to graduate, supposed to all, do all these fun things. It was supposed to be, like, my summer. Yeah. And it all, yeah. <laughs> but then, basically, I think, I don't know. Quarantine, in retrospect, was kind of nice at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, we all got some time to relax. It was, like, summer break. No responsibilities. Um, but I was still, for the, at the beginning, I was still kind of stressed about money. Um, but, you know, God is the best of all planners. You know, I made hella dua that Ramadan, and God came through. He really did. I got, um, some, like, babysitting engagements here and there, um, which I know babysitting during the pandemic, not the greatest idea, but we were, <laughs> we were safe with it. Um, babysat, and then I got some, let's just say the money came. The money came in and truly, truly helped me out so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like when it comes to whatever is gonna like you obviously don't know what's gonna happen, and you just have to trust that whatever will happen is gonna be good for you and like just making dua and stuff, you know. Yeah. Cause like you said, God is the best of planners. Like he he knows what's best for you and he knows what's like going to help you in this life and in the hereafter. And like that's all you gotta do is pray that you'll get the best of whatever is coming. Like. What's best for you here and in the hereafter, you know, that one dot. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, to, okay, I I don't know if I, like, got my point across, but basically what I meant to say is the money that came in allowed me to, first of all, have financial security again. Thank God. Um, Because if it weren't for that, I don't know what I would have done. But then on top of that, it allowed me to do, to just do so much more. Even I'm still, some of that money I'm still have today. And I'm able to, like, do so much more with it than I ever would have been able to if I, you know, 
had gone to LA and hadn't been able to go to Morocco. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it just goes to show that, you know, in whatever's in this world and whatever in, in the hereafter, just pray that you'll get what's best for you. And if even if you don't get it now, like, you're just going to get more rewards and more, like, in the hereafter. That's you know? true. Yeah. Yeah. You never lose when you make that. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of um, relates to, like, you know, change is inevitable. I think, like, in quarantine, I mean, for personally, I, like, don't like to stay in one spot for very long. I mean, I I don't like change very much, but, mm-hmm. like, I like being able to experience new things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, moving from Indiana to Massachusetts was, like, scary, but, like, it was something that I was excited about, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I think one of the things that I, gu- I guess I learned is that COVID changed a lot of things for everyone, you know? Yeah. And I think uh, embracing that, it was being able to embrace change, I guess, is one of the lessons that I learned. Mm-hmm. And just, like, how to deal with it and how to ex- how to accept cha- things changing or, like, how how to just deal with change. Even if it's something, if it's something that you are, like, looking forward to or don't want or something that is, like, I mean, looking forward to or are, in, are excited about or if it's something that... Um, you know, was unexpected or that you didn't really want or didn't ex- didn't um, prepare for, you know? Yeah. And you know how, like, when you move away from home, you have all the time to yourself, you know? Yeah. So it's, like, a lot of just you figuring out how to spend your time. Yeah. So I think when, it, when I moved to Boston, it was a lot of that because, mm-hmm. like, I didn't have anyone to, like, hang out with, you know? Yeah. I was just still meeting people. Mm-hmm. And... It definitely forced me to, like, do things on my own. Like, even if it was, like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go to this event by myself. Yeah. Kind of pushed me to, like, be more outgoing, I guess. And Mm -hmm. and also just, like, reflecting on how I spend my time. Because, personally, I enjoy spending time with other people, with my friends and whatever. I mean, who doesn't, you know? But, Mm -hmm. like, I that's one of the things that I look forward to. Like, I could do that every day, you know? Yeah. And, like, having those social interactions is, like, important. Mm-hmm. But when you're in lockdown or in quarantine, it's a lot harder. So it kind of forced me to think about, oh, you know what, I want to, I need to, I haven't talked to this person in a long time, you know, maybe I should FaceTime them or, like, oh, you know what, I'm going to go to this event and meet some new people and, oh, I'm going to ha- go hang out with this new friend, you know? Yeah. And it also kind of forced me to take note of how I'm spending my time like I, I'm pretty sure everybody's screen time went up during quarantine yeah. you know mm-hmm. so like just paying attention to how much um how much binge watching you're doing <laughs> or like because I think at one point I kind of like was like okay you know what this is kind of doing too much mm. and maybe I should be spending more time reading Quran or like doing mm-hmm. these other things yeah and I it definitely like because there's so much... When you don't have nowhere to go, like, there's so many hours in the day. There's mm-hmm. so many more hours in yeah. the day when you don't have to commute or, like, figure out where you're getting food. And I think I just... It definitely made me realize my priorities and, like, what I need to be doing in my downtime. Mm-hmm. And I think... I mean, as it's harder now when now that things are, like, amping back up or, like, when you're having to go to class in person or you have all these things to plan or, like oh, I have this meeting, or I have to go to this place tomorrow, I have all these errands to run. Now that everything's opening back up, I'm kind of, like, reverting to, like, 
not having as much free time and not yeah. having as much time to do the things that I like was priori- prioritizing earlier. Mm-hmm. But I think having all of that downtime definitely allowed me to figure out, you know what, this is this is something that is important to me and I need to spend more time doing it. Yeah. On a different note, the that free time gave me I feel like I got a lot of time to focus on myself during quarantine yeah um which was nice because then I was able to put in more time towards because like literally we had nothing going on like just schedule empty so that gave me a lot of time to work on like my skincare routine and try and get my hair healthier and stuff like that which I'm glad because that stuff doing all of that would have been difficult during Mm -hmm. you know normal times but yeah I think on a slightly more practical note, I learned that I have a shopping addiction. <laughs> I um, learned that about you too. Yeah. We spent we spent a lot of time online shopping. That was like the only thing that we can do we could do during quarantine. Even still though, now the thing is during quarantine I got so used to online shopping that that carried into now. Yeah. And so now I continue to online shop and then I go shop in person. Yeah. So just the combination of those two have wrecked my wallet. It's truly unfortunate, but yeah. Um, but what you were talking about earlier on like relationships and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think um it okay, I will say quarantine is nice because it allowed me to drop a lot of friends. Oh for oh <laughs> from high school that I didn't there were a lot of people in high school that I like mm, I like you as an acquaintance, but do I really want to be friends with you after high school? Absolutely not. <laughs> um so that like it just became very easy not to talk to people, which was nice in the sense that I can get rid of those people that I didn't like. Um, but I then feel it like beca- that, that also just happens when you're in college. Yeah, that's what happens after you graduate high school too. Yeah. Um, but it's just it sped up the process for me, which <laughs> I can appreciate. Um, but on the downside, that same thing happened with my actual friends. Like I remember at one point at the beginning, we were like, "Yo, let's." schedule a time to facetime you know like everybody was doing back then we did one like it was so the thing about quarantine is me and my friends still talk about this to today you can't there's no one has any excuse to get off the phone so you have to make something up oh i have to go to the bathroom (laughs) oh my mom's calling me to go cook dinner you know like you just feel so bad because like no one has a valid excuse to leave (laughs) but so that one time me and my like three friends um which mind you these friends of mine are like these are like probably my best friends like ever like the majority of them I've been friends with since elementary school um and like like one I've known since we were like five or something but we literally did like one two and a half hour FaceTime and no one said no one said I have to go because we didn't have anything to do and we got I think we got so burnt out that we were like ah let's do this again next week and then next week came and we didn't even do it so we didn't even talk for like months um but we're still like good friends that come to visit me soon (laughs) But yeah, it just like taught me that I have to, quarantine taught me that I have to put a lot more energy into maintaining relationships Yeah, that I have, that I already have. Like, and this especially is rough because, you know, well, actually the majority of my friends stayed in town for college, but just like people that I was seeing more often, like now I have like, even like family abroad that I have, maybe like on social media, but like we don't even talk that much. Um, it's just like really forced me to reevaluate like how am I you know maintaining how am I maintaining these relationships because clearly I'm not doing a good job <laughs> um, but what what can I do to better 
these relationships that I have with family so that in a couple years we don't literally lose contact and then never talk to each other ever again yeah you know because that's like one of my greatest fears um but like even like my cousin who lives what like two hours away we don't even like we didn't even get to see him well we saw him a couple times during quarantine but yeah mostly with my friends but then now I'm like really trying to put energy into maintaining relationships with like family abroad and stuff like that yeah yeah just keeping up with family and friends was I mean it was hard that's something that we learned I guess is Mm -hmm. that it definitely takes effort to keep up with relationships you know yeah and I think on that note quarantine just like not having contact with people and like finally like I'm an introvert for sure but I still love talking to people and making friends and hanging out Mm -hmm. um so I think one thing that like I was forced to do was or like I feel like I was forced to be more social and like specifically like making you know quote-unquote making the first move when it comes to talking to people like my like college friend group as I would call them the vast majority like maybe a couple of them I was like connected through friends of friends but literally I like I swear I got so bold I was literally just like swiping up on people's stories I was like yo (laughs) I would start a conversation and then basically be like you want to be friends you want to hang out you want to do this and that um even and then also like family like swiping up on their stories or I don't I don't really think I message I don't have any of their numbers but um just like being much more vigilant in like approaching people and like explicitly being like yo let's let's talk let's hang out let's do this or that yeah Mm. okay yeah in addition to being bold i think in quarantine having face masks makes it a lot easier to like i feel like i don't know why but it just makes me i feel like i you know when people stare yeah I feel like I stare more at people because they can't see my face. Mm. I feel like also my mouth. I don't know how this makes sense, but I feel like my mouth shows like my how like how shy I am. Oh, Uh, which is a really weird thing to say. But yeah, I feel like I can be more confident. Also, I feel like um like one of my friends said it's really hard to be ugly with a face mask on exactly because it's it's very difficult and i agree it's very difficult to be ugly with your eyes um but yeah it gave me a new newfound sense of confidence like i was wow honestly because i think i mean for us we both longboard and i think that was something that like we got a lot of stares for you know yeah but like with a mask on you just stare back like yeah Gave me a lot of confidence. Like, yeah, surprisingly. Um, yeah, on that note, uh, quarantine, like, it gave me a lot of time to focus on, like, I already said that, focus on myself, but I grew a lot of confidence in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, think that's I, something that happens when you just focus on yourself and don't yeah, worry about other people. That's Oh, that's true. Yeah, and quarantine gave us a lot of time exactly to do that. Exactly that, yeah. Um, like, I totally, I, like, changed, I wouldn't say I changed my style, my style evolved mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I think I was just, like, ready to be out in the world again and, like, doing things, so I was, like, I couldn't even be bothered by people's stares and judgment and stuff like that. Yeah. It's also harder to, to tell who someone is. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's it's not like, oh, like, I saw that that person, it doesn't, it gives people less opportunity to gossip, I guess. That's true. Because I can't say definitively that it was you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're, like, from far away or something. Yeah. 
I think, but I don't know. It's hard to say that which which of these came from quarantine, which of these came from leaving high school. <laughs> um, because I think I, w- I wouldn't say everybody becomes a better person after leaving high school, but I think we all become better versions of ourselves, like more ourselves. If you're mean in high school, you're probably gonna be even meaner. <laughs> but if you, I don't know. Yeah, I think everybody just becomes more themselves after high school. I think. Quarantine also kind of taught us all that, like, how easy it is, I guess, to burn out or, like, to overwork yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just, like, neglecting how, like, I guess just neglecting self-care or whatever is very detrimental to your health. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I feel like when it was this past semester in the spring, we didn't have a spring break. They just kind of mm-hmm. took that week and, like, tacked it on to winter break. So we had a longer winter break, but no break awesome. during the spring semester. Mm-hmm. And that was rough <laughs> for me, at least. Because, like, I was, like, cramming for, like, midterms and stuff. And then I just, after I, after midterms is when, you know, we would have a spring break. But I just, we just went back to classes and more homework and yeah. work and studying. And it just, mm-hmm. I was so burnt out at that point. Like, I just could not focus. I couldn't, like bring myself to do anything really yeah that was rough it was very rough and i think like being able to recognize that and being able to know like you know what i need to take this time off i need to focus on doing less or focusing on doing this instead of stressing about school or you know or work also kind of going off of like school and work life Mm -hmm. i think everyone realized that you know you have to keep your home and work life separate even if you're working from home yeah like, having a separate space for your schoolwork or for your, like, working at, working from home. Mm-hmm. And then, and having an, a separate space for, like, relaxing in your own house or, like, in the living room yeah. or on your bed or whatever. They can't be the same place because yeah. it doesn't work very well. Yeah. No, I remember being, like, uh, I think the fall semester was really rough for me for some reason. But towards the end, like, I was just, like waking up at like literally like noon like it was so bad waking up at noon and then doing accounting of all (laughs) classes in my bed like half asleep it was so bad i feel like okay i'm kind of um this might have been like my own like self-diagnosing myself whatever (laughs) but i think like i'm a high um what's it called high functioning anxiety i have a high functioning anxiety because mm. like my anxiety i guess i get more anxious when i don't have things to do like if i'm busy mm, yeah. if i'm busy and i like i can just like plan things i'll be like okay this is the time i have to do this and then after that i have to go over here and go do that errand or like go to this place and like do this work and whatever yeah. but like when you don't have when when i'm not busy it's like oh my god like what am I not doing right now yeah. like what a, it, it gives you more time to like think and wallow in your yeah in your thoughts and just like worry about stuff that you probably don't need to be worrying about or like mm-hmm. if you have something to do if you're doing that thing then you're not going to be worrying about all this other stuff you know yeah so I kind of self-diagnosed my, <laughs> diagnosed myself with that <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> I heard high functioning isn't like really a thing really yeah like it doesn't like in the psychological world like it, it's not a thing you just have anxiety <laughs> i don't know i mean i knew that <laughs> and also in like the same idea as like taking care of yourself and what and mental health and whatnot mm-hmm. i think it's also i don't know i feel like i need i've learned that i need to say no 
more. Yeah. You know? Because, like, I don't know about you, but I had these, like, I had a couple group projects this past semester, and, or, like, not even group projects. I just had this class that was really hard. Mm-hmm. And there were some um, classmates who were like, oh, let's make the uh, WhatsApp group so we can, like, discuss the homework and just, and, like, just help each other out, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was in this gr- in this um, WhatsApp group with a bunch of guys in my engineering school, in this hard engineering class or operations class, whatever. And actually it was about revenue optimization or something. And it was like, it was just rough. But the worst part was that I wasn't get I wasn't the one getting help from these from my classmates. They were the ones asking me for everything. <laughs> and it was so annoying because like they didn't even use the group is the problem. Like the group message, they would each like if nobody knew what they were doing, they would message me directly. <laughs> they would message me directly so that I would have to explain everything to them. And then another person would message me privately and mm-hmm. I would have to explain the exact same thing and it was so so annoying and I was just like I can't do this anymore like I just I just stopped like I wouldn't read people's messages or like I would just be like ask go ask that other person because I can't help you right now like I I was just so fed up yeah and I just realized that like I am am such like a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and I I just it was I there's a there's a limit you know yeah and I finally like figured out like you know what it's okay to say no yeah I felt that because I feel like in quarantine we were so used to doing nothing mm-hmm. that once like life began again we all like overextended ourselves. Yeah. Like I know I like went and you know got into col- went into college and I was like okay I have classes and I want to join this club and this club and this club and oh I'm seeing other people that are in five six clubs it's just not reasonable and on that note like one lesson I don't know if I count this from quarantine but well, let's just say we're still in quarantine. <laughs> um, I learned recently that like. You really have to prioritize, like, you have to prioritize yourself, yeah, obviously, but, like, you have to prioritize, like, I want to say, like, your existence on Earth, not, not prioritize, but, like, know your worth, kind of, but, like, yeah, I guess know your worth, oh, like, be selfish with your time, that's Mm. what I meant to say, um, like, recently, like, I've been stressing about, like, I feel like I've probably mentioned this before, maybe, like, the capitalism episode, but it's just, there's so much stress on, like, oh, you have to you know this in school and internships and there's you know you have to do this and this and this and that but then you think about it and it's like all of this is fake you know like the whole like (laughs) simulation stuff yeah like sometimes i'll be stressing about money and i'm like literally money isn't real these are just imaginary numbers in my bank account (laughs) um you know yeah no i think that's something that i like really learned i mean i always knew it but like i really didn't like think about it that much until quarantine is that like is exactly that. None like, of this matters. Nothing. Literally nothing, nothing matters. matters. <laughs> yeah, and that's something, okay, which I talked, like, I've, I don't think I mentioned this before, but, um, like, one thing I, like, went on this rant on my private story about how, like, social anxiety, like, obviously we're all struggling with social anxiety, trying to get, you know, going back into public and, you know, having to interact with, like, the, what are the people? The cashiers that check you out at the register. <laughs> yeah. It's hard sometimes. And one thing that, like, I have always, always, always struggled with this, like, embarrassing myself. Yeah. I just, I feel like it ruined my life. It, not ruined, it ruled my life. I, like, would never do anything that would even, like, remotely embarrass me. Or I would just yeah, go through yeah. a normal social interaction, Same. and I'd be like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> but, like, embarrassment is not real. It's not. Like, it's really all in your head, 
and because you're the only one who like dwells over it you know yeah everyone else just oh that was a little awkward yeah never thinks about it ever again and sometimes sometimes when i think of things that like when my friends embarrass myself and embarrass myself embarrass themselves sometimes i'll remember those but those are like at the end of the day they're just like funny Funny things yeah and like be happy that like you made someone laugh yeah. Or made someone smile. Like, you, I'm pretty sure you got good deeds for that. <laughs> so, yeah, embarrass- embarrassment is not real. The government made it up. Um, yeah. So that, like, helped me a lot. But, and, like, in terms of, like, building my confidence and stuff. Oh, which we'll probably come back to this in an episode about, like, self-confidence. Yeah. But anyway, back to what we were talking about earlier. About self what? Being selfish with, your, selfish with your time. You have to remember that you are here at the end of the day... Your existence, obviously, if you're Muslim, maybe not. <laughs> if you're not, but at the end of the day, your existence here is like your one duty is to worship Allah. You yeah. know, and to do that, I feel like you can break that down into two things: um, being good to like yourself uh-huh. and being good to others. Yeah. Because if you're good to yourself, then you'll focus. You'll do what is good for you. Obviously, not only in this life, but in the afterlife. So you're gonna be focused more on you know obviously like things that are mandatory in islam like you know doing your prayers making dua all you know your things of what's it called ibadah yeah yeah all your worship that like you know is gonna help you in the afterlife and then on another note um and okay and the other half is like you know being good to your family your friends um giving back etc 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 right but um i want to focus more on the first one is like being good to yourself because at the end of the day, like, I was really out here stressing about, you know, getting a job and this and that and that. And I was so, like, but I, that I forgot that, like, I still deserve to, like, live, you know? Which I, sounds kind of contradictory because I'm like, oh, worry about your afterlife. Also, like, worry about your now, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I heard, I was watching something earlier today and it was, like, there's this girl and she was like, this, there's this affirmation that I say and it's that... Uh, I am worthy, Allah made me worthy, and nobody can make me, like, nobody can say that I'm not worthy, not even myself. Yeah. Was that Nadira? Yeah. 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 That was cute. Um, but yeah, so I realized that, like, I was so caught up in, like, oh, I have to be in this club and that club. None of that matters. I'm here to get, I'm in college to get my degree. I'm here to serve myself and my family and my others and worship God and maybe, you know, have fun every once in a while which right. is nice you know <laughs> yeah. like i would rather you know work on myself and becoming a better person and yeah maybe i read quran meets read some i don't know right like i w- i feel like we, we talked about like not wanting to work for you know living to work and whatever mm-hmm. i feel like like I definitely that's one of the things that I was thinking about is that I definitely don't want to do that you know mm-hmm. yeah just like I don't want to I don't want to live to work like I don't want to just spend the rest of my life working to like save money and whatever when it's like what good is that gonna do you know yeah like you don't know how long you're gonna live you don't know yeah, like that's what I was gonna say. yeah you don't know how Cause like I remember when we saw like the news about like the ocean being on fire and whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like that's literally in the Quran or something, or it's yeah. like that's that's a sign of the end of the world or yeah. the end of whatever the day of judgment coming, and it's like I don't want to spend the rest of my life just like working and like mm-hmm. when that's not like what how, what good is that gonna do for me, you know? Yeah, 
and on one hand it's like i thought i could die tomorrow type thing it's like on one hand what will i care if i'm dead exactly but at the same time it's like dang well i really have wanted to have spent all my time chasing academic validation or money or status and yeah i don't want to say i'm i'm here for a good time at all time (laughs) but i'm here to like value my relationships and my experiences and all of that not like work for like Hmm? and worship yeah and and of course worship Allah and not not to like be super successful in whatever industry or like you know yeah yeah I was, like, I was, like, not obsessed, but I was, like, very, like, into, I was, like, oh, like, I want to get into, like, a, a good prestigious firm. A job is a job. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Um, I'm here as to... As long I, as you're happy and healthy and, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Quarantine has taught me that, you know, I want to spend less of my time, hopefully less of my time on social media and on my phone, and more time spending, you know, valuable time with my family and my friends and you know getting engaged in my community yeah especially in for sure. community and stuff like that one other thing that i learned during quarantine is that just like realizing how much money you spend <laughs> when it's like when you're commuting and like going out all the time and what this and that and whatever it's like yeah dang i really spent that much money because like once you stopped doing that once we stopped doing that it was like <laughs> it was so yeah, good for everybody's bank accounts you know yeah Oh, that type of the pain that I felt when I was able to like, you know, go back out and I have to fill my, yeah. my, my car with gas. Oof, that was rough. Yeah, and then now that we like, cause we've been doing a little bit of like traveling recently. Like we went to New York, and that was definitely Ooh. that was de- that definitely put a dent that. in the in the bank account. You yo, know. Yo. <laughs> And also, like, me preparing to go back home and whatnot is also, like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize how much, you don't, you really don't realize how much spending you do until you go back to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, this is, this has been so good for my bank account, and then once you go back out again, it's like, dang. Yeah. But on the note of, like, mental health and stuff like that, it was, quarantine is weird because I feel like it was good at first because I think we were all burnt out around March 2020. Mm-hmm. But and then after it just I mean it was good for a while and then it just started slowly declining as we all like spent more and more time inside and whatnot. But um one thing that I learned is like your mental health can have like very, very big impacts on your physical health. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize it until it gets bad. Like I don't I don't think a lot of people know this, but I have like um I don't even know muscle spasms i guess (laughs) for the longest time i didn't know what it was also i'm just like i'm not the greatest at like taking care of my physical health like oh that's another thing i think i forgot to mention earlier i started going on walks during quarantine and i think i kind of used to walk a little bit before um but i was never really into like working out but i think i went on walks at like during the beginning of quarantine when we were all trying to get out and yeah, be outside yeah. the family walks <laughs> um those are really nice um and then kind of as life started again i fell off and i was just like you know went into like a kind of a dark place during that winter because we were all stuck inside and then seasonal depression of course um but then i started yeah. getting back into it during literally like the busiest time of my in you know recently like kind of towards the end of the school year and I tell you, I don't think I said this before, but I was literally, it was so bad. It was, I was like obviously in, in like 18 credit hours or something. 
and then I had this woman wanted me to babysit, so I literally during during Ramadan too, um, I was literally babysitting like twenty hours a week, and then clubs and all of that. Like I was so busy, but I started going on walks like any time that I could, and mm-hmm. like wow, the things that it does for your mental health, absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, so like really valuing my mental health, but yeah, so like I get these like kind of like spasms and i it's like know. when you like like regular like people sometimes just get chills and like you know shake yeah, you yeah. shake it off like what's it called Un- involuntarily or whatever yeah. but that's you like a, a lot more and that's yeah. like you you're like on the next level it's interesting um but what's so odd is that i'm pretty sure i've had them for like years but they only like only during quarantine did they get like really bad partially because of like i think we we're all stressed about like covid and stuff like that but obviously a million other things that were on my mind but, like, that was, like, I, then I came to realize that that was probably anxiety. Mm. Um, so, like, really, I don't know. Like, it can get that. And then I also was just, like, I was never really, like, I would go to the doctor to do my yearly physical or whatever. But I would always, like, conveniently forget to tell the doctor all of the health problems that I was having. <laughs> so then I'd be like, oh, I'll just go next year. Um, but recently, I, like, actually started putting energy into, like, you know, let me figure out what's wrong with me. <laughs> um turns out i have low blood pressure a little bit on the low side you too yeah but so yeah like i I guess i don't know how that where why i went that direction i don't know what how that's relevant but i guess that's like um a sign to or like i guess i learned to really put more energy into focusing on my physical my mental health obviously because that affects my physical health and also just my mood but also my physical health because it also affects your mental health Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think this is a good place to stop. Yeah, I think, I mean, I guess just like the overarching theme here is just to take care of yourself. Yeah. For that's sure. basically what we've learned from quarantine. Mm-hmm. I think everyone realized that they probably need therapy. Yep. But yeah, just take care of yourself. Um, always like pay attention to your body and to your mental. Oh my God, I have some. Okay, um, one other thing is that I think I learned that I need to put a lot more energy into, like, you know, like, healing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, I just saw a TikTok today that was, like, I think we as Muslims, um, it's, like, our Islamic duty to put energy into healing ourselves. Like, if you don't understand what I'm saying, kind of, like, just, like, from all your, like, old trauma and stuff, childhood trauma, um, just, like, mental health issues, but also just, like, your character learning to trust and respect other people and like conflicts what's it called conflict resolution and all mm-hmm. that just like being a better person yeah like yeah. it's re- it's so hard but like we all are, i feel like we're all on our separate journey to try and be- separate journeys to try and become like the best version of ourselves like it's so important because that's like the type of stuff that you need to survive being locked cooped up in a house for with your family for 6 months straight you know i learned that i need to work more on being patient <laughs> yeah um yeah among many many other things yeah but yeah that's a good note to stop on yeah i mean thanks thank y'all for listening mm-hmm. make sure to follow us on all our social media that's at hoodies and headscarves um we'll put up an instagram post feel free to comment give us any feedback under uh in the comments under that post yeah um, and at h underscore headscarves on, on Twitter. Twitter, and you can Tweet always us, email us, DM us, yeah, anything, yeah, and I think that's it for today. Thanks 
for listening. This has been Honeys and Headscarves.